Gentlemen, we went over the rules in the dressing room. I want to caution you to keep this fight clean at all times, and what I say you must obey. Live from the WKOM studio in downtown Columbia, it's time to wake up and get woke. It's three dudes with a view. Let's get it all! He's bound to die, loaded up and trucking. Are we going to do what they say can't be done? We've got a long way to go and a short time to get there. I'm eastbound to watch a bandit run. All right. Hello, Southern Tennessee. This is... My name is Del Kennedy. I am dude number three. You're listening to Three Dudes with a View, Tuesday edition. That means Ron Hart is here, and uh, and uh, we'll get to him in just a minute. Dude number two, Clayton Harris, how you doing? I'm doing well, Del. How's it going? All right. Wait. Dude number one, do we have Jim York? All right. Jim York's coming. Regular special guest dude on Tuesday, Ron Hart. How you doing, man? Good, good morning. All right. Favorite son of Columbia. Jim York, good morning. Dude number one, how are you? Good morning. Good morning, everybody. All right. Good to have you in. Yeah, sorry I'm a little late there. That's all right. Just glad to have you. Thank you. All right. Folks, I was... You know, the, the you know the Braves are moving up in the standings again. And well, well, what happened? Uh, they got beat last night by the horrific Florida Marlins, so they're they're gonna they're gonna make us sit on the edge of our seats during these last two games. I guess they they need to win these last two games. Okay. So, but they were in good shape though. But last night was not good. So. Last night was not good. Baseball is a funny sport. You can be the best team in baseball and be six hundred. You know, yeah. you'd be the best hitter in baseball and strike out 70% of the time. Correct. <laughs> you know, it's a funny sport. And then a team like that in Miami who doesn't care anymore, they're out. The Braves are a little tense. It's, it's, it's like making making a putt when you don't have to in golf. You know, it's just easier to do when you don't have the pressure. <laughs> there you go. Well, that started all this talk again, folks, about the Braves, you know, and the tomahawk chop, and mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. And so... I was thinking about it. Now, what, over the years, we've had the Indians? The Cleveland Indians. Do they exist anymore? They do not. They got replaced this year by the Guardians. You had the Florida State Seminoles, who they were going to replace theirs, but the Seminole Nation came out and said, no, we don't want you to replace it. We like this. We like it. We like the notoriety that we get. So, yeah. Washington Redskins. The Redskins, that one went. Yeah, they're gone. Um I'm trying to think what else. Uh, the Washington Bullets. And basketball. Yeah, they got rid of the bullets and became the wizards. What's the matter with the bullets? Uh, uh, Guns violence. You, yeah, yeah. you got to ignore it, Delk. It doesn't happen if you if you ignore it. It doesn't happen. Oh, okay. You can yeah. talk about it. Um, All right. As far bad. as I mean, you got. I really think that's about it. Yeah, they came to Washington Rescue as a Washington football team for a while there, and. I questioned a column one time. I don't think that's fair because you really—they're so bad. You really can't call them a football team. That's true. That's true. Well, they're the commanders now, though. Oh yeah. All right, but all that's to say, I was laying on my back sick last week, having hallucinations and whatnot. And <laughs> having hallucinations? What were you smoking, Dell? Man, I was in bad shape, Mister York. Oh I mean, really? Yeah. yeah. What'd you have? Yeah. Uh, well, it, it turned at the end of the day. It turned out to be that. Uh, 
my blood pressure medication was lowering my blood pressure uh, wow. way too low and yeah. uh or at least too low for me and uh that's boy bad things start to happen when that happens you got it, cal- you got it calibrated now well i i've just quit taking any blood pressure medicine at all for the time being uh you know it's been slowly coming back up over the last few days and um hopefully mr york can help it get back up yeah 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 mr york you can help me out no, i don't, don't want to cause any medical issue man i don't want to cause any medical issue i want, I want, like I, want yeah. I want you to get well man yeah and the plan is to you know to let it come back up and then go back to my doctor and try to recalibrate and get it you know where he wants it to be that's, that's kind of like a friend of mine he's got a heart issue and his heart speeds up and then it slows down yeah so he went to some specialists and they say we know what's happening but we don't know why <laughs> i yeah. say that I'd, pretty I'd, I'd say, yeah i'd say this is pretty well known it's just a matter of of getting um Getting the right medication. Getting the right the medication. Right get getting my uh, blood pressure where my doctor wants it to be. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you got to get the right dosage so they may adjust it several times and give you a time period to see if it it mediates. You know. Yeah. I had, a, I had a very rich client one time, Doctor Mister York, the very rich client. He had two nurses attend to him. He'd get older, and every time he, you know, his blood pressure would go wrong, a drop or whatever, they start making out. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh that's, that's for the Mr. Yards for the rich people. So I know, I know, I know. It. I don't, I don't even think I'm a poor fella. I, I like, I, I don't even think about that. <laughs> All right, but my the the, the uh, epiphany I had while laying uh, in the bed delusionally. Uh, okay, you got the Indians, the Redskins, the Braves, whatever. The, the Chiefs, Kansas City Chiefs. Chiefs. Forgot about the Chiefs. Chiefs. Hang on. All right. What about the Cleveland Browns? What's that all about? Ooh, ooh! Now you bring something into it. That shows you the fallacy of going down this road. You can be offended at anything if you try really hard, or you're delusional like you were. The Cleveland Browns, people. Now, what? I mean, what else could that be about? Uh, the, the founder, I think, was named Brown. Was it was say, the the original the the guy who founded the team. His name was Paul Brown. And so it was originally the team, the, the team in Cleveland that belongs to Brown, the Cleveland Browns. So, and well, that's Jim, not offensive. And that's Jim Brown offensive. was, a, was yeah. one of their. Oh, big you mean, you, on the surface, you say that's not offensive, Mister York? No, it's not offensive. It could be talking about the Browns founded the, the Cleveland, and and they could be talking about the whole family, the Browns. Well, I I understand just, that, but just like the Kennedys, what was found by the black guy, the blacks? That wouldn't well, be right. We haven't had one yet. Yeah. Well, I, I think people black, are people are team. modern people are, are are becoming more sensitive. Some folks are becoming sensitive to to derogatory terms that refers to organizations or entities that are sports. And I think it's a good thing because you you want to be if you want respect, you got to give respect. And and I think we ought to respect those areas that are offensive. In any culture, you can't be bullying a team like change tradition, et cetera. I, I, this may surprise you, Mr. York, but one of my good clients when I was managing money was Bob Johnson, the founder of BET, and he bought the uh, NBA franchise in Charlotte. His name's Bob. And he named the Bobcats, the Charlotte Bobcats. Originally, it was you know, you know, after Bob and Cats or whatever, it was kind of non offensive name. But you know, the, the you know, owner can do what they want to do. Essentially, I guess Snyder tried to hold out 
at, with the Redskins at Washington. I think the fan base doesn't like that. I did actually go to the Stanford um, Oregon Ducks game one time out in the West Coast about three years ago. Some buddies had, went, had gone to Stanford, and they were pretty funny. They used to be the Stanford Indians. And even out there in the PC world of Stanford, they had people still had Stanford Indian flags up. They became the you know the, the cardinal singular. I don't know what they're trying to be cute or something. But they were the Stanford Cardinal now, but they still had you know relics of the you know Stanford Indian. And they did do something pretty funny, Mister York. You probably like this. I know Delky would too. They're playing Oregon in all at Stanford, and one of the, all the male urinals. They had little yellow ducks floating in the urinals. Oh, <laughs> okay. So you could go in there. I, I thought they, and they served a duck confit. For, so was, I thought they had the kind of spirit of an SEC team out there. I found it. I found it very endearing. There you go. Well, and you see other teams too, like the Minnesota Vikings. They're named after a group of people, and and they, you know, raped and pillaged. Didn't they? Well, they, they did. They did. And, yeah. and they they actually were playing a game in London uh, this past Sunday. And they had a huge crowd. I mean, a huge crowd that that were specifically Minnesota Viking fans. But yeah, I mean, there's, I mean, people well, people can get offended by anything. I, I guess well, so. Yeah, but now y'all, you know, and I understand that. Actually, my wife looked it up. Right, you know, when I started talking about it, and so she gets on the internet machine, you know, and she goes, "Oh no, actually, that's you know, the Browns are named after uh, the Paul founding." Brown. Founding family or founding yeah. Paul Brown, Paul Brown, yeah. yeah. And uh, okay, that makes sense. But as time goes on, uh, you know, most people like me are not going to know that or forget it. And all of a sudden, they have this team called the Cleveland Browns in a league where uh, the players are predominantly, uh, if not overwhelmingly, African American. Um, I'm, I'm just saying, I mean, you know. That just seems a little much. You're reaching, Del. You're reaching. You calling for a change, Del? You're going to spend your currency with that now? Are you you calling for a change, or or are you saying that it's going to be an issue down the road? I'm just saying that, I mean, am I the first person to ever say, you know, what are we doing calling any team the Browns in this day and age? Well, I think probably the, well, the kids don't have context, right? They don't read history. They're told what to believe by very bad college professors who want to racialize and everything's about race, race for global warming. So they, they, they tend to be divisive and not tell the whole truth. But if you do any cursory look at the Browns, you see why they're, you know, that way. You know, even Bush said, you know, his, his uh, FEMA director, you're doing a great job, Brownie. You know, that was, you know, that was. That was his nickname, you know, wasn't it? That yeah, was it nickname. was. But. Yeah, yeah, but you know, I mean, the, the whole point, call you that, Ron, Mr. York. The what? whole point. I mean, if he had never called me that, I'd be in his butt. That's what I'd be. Yeah. You know, because I don't like nicknames. Stick to the real name of a person and deal with that. And if it's culturally offensive to people, we need like to realize that and and deal with it. Well, speaking of the Browns, like folks, Mr. York, why don't you like nicknames? Well, it's derogatory to people calling folks nicknames like. Like like Trump did the other day talking about McConnell's wife. That, that's offensive. Well, they're nicknames racist. of derision and nicknames of affection. But all right, But speaking of the Browns, though, before we get to the break, um, you know, I started practicing law here in Columbia in the early 80s, and Jim T. Hamilton, who died two weeks ago, uh, 40 years on the bench as a circuit judge, um, an amazing fellow, also hilarious most of the time, and we had a woman come into the courthouse one day, and 
things were really small back in in the 80s in Columbia, Tennessee, in the Murray County Courthouse. And she strolls into the clerk's office and wants to file a lawsuit. And she calls her. She's not a lawyer. She says she is a legal constructionist. And nobody's ever seen her before or ever figured out where in the hell she came from. And she files this motion to have the Cleveland Browns move to Columbia, Tennessee, for reasons that we never could figure out. Of course, this got us all talking, though. You know, you, you got to... <coughs> <coughs> yeah, that was something to be talking about. Yeah, I mean, move, moving moving the Cleveland Browns to Columbia. That, Columbia, uh, Tennessee, that's, uh, that's, ooh, that's a stretch. And man. we never could figure out, you know, why Columbia, you know, Nobody ever could figure it out. And I think Bud, she, Bud Adams has all, all his memorabilia out there at the airport. I think he's had, he has a big hangar locker out there. He did before he died off the Titans memorabilia out there. I've landed there a few times, and somebody pointed that out to me. Well, and she would she – would, her signature page on her filings, she would lean over the copy machine and press her nose to the glass and then hit copy. And – make a selfie there and that was you know that was the top of all her filings what was she smoking yeah <laughs> she invented the selfie my she god a trailblazer if you think about it she invented the selfie all right well, let, let's take a break Kim, i'll Kim tell Kardashian you that. all i have like a picture of her on above her bed. yeah 1981 selfie yeah. um all right let's take a break come back i'll tell the end of the table Motor Sales in Columbia has a large assortment of quality, new, and pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs, a trusted sales staff, and financing plans that fit any budget. Visit Parks Once and why people all over Middle Tennessee have been buying vehicles there for more than 60 years. And factory-certified technicians can service and repair your vehicle as long as you own it. Go to ParksMotorSales.com or stop by the lot at 919 Nashville Highway and take a test drive today. I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. You may have heard our previous commercials about compression hosiery that we carry at Holland's Pharmacy. Well, we've recently expanded into a full line of knee braces, back, wrist, ankle, and other support wear. We will gladly help you get just the right fit for these items and, of course, special order items to ensure the proper fit. Come see us at Holland's Pharmacy, 1608 Hatcher Lane, or call us at 931-388-4233. 388-4233. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. By now you all know about Don, our service truck guy. Well, let me tell you about another member of our service team, and that's Mike Ashley. He's the guy you'll talk to when you call the office. Just call and talk to Mike one time at 931-540-0919, and you'll see why we're lucky to have him here at the Garbage Man. Thanks, Mike, for all you do to keep the Garbage Man first in service. That's 931-540-0919. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the drywall that somehow isn't. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. 
Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Serving Murray County for 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has provided the highest quality jewelry at the very best prices. They work hard to make their customers happy, and it's paid off. Their customers keep going back. Quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. We offer jewelry loans up to $4,500, and we will buy your gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still the same. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Do you suffer from knee pain? Is it painful to walk or perform your day-to-day activities? If so, we have great news at the Dr. Gill Center. We can relieve your knee pain fast and easy with no downtime and no surgery. The FDA has approved a new non-surgical treatment for knee pain, and it's covered by most major insurance, including Medicare. This treatment has helped millions of people across the nation. Call today to see if you qualify for a free consultation and get back to a pain-free life. 615-551-9224. Hello, this is John McEwen with McEwen Group Real Estate, located at 17A Public Square in beautiful downtown Columbia. Our family has over 40 years' experience selling farms, residential, recreational, and all types of real estate here in Middle Tennessee. Check us out online at McEwenGroup.com or on Facebook and Instagram at McEwen Group, or give me a call today at 931-628-1749. McEwen Group, land is your legacy. This is Estate Plan Stan, and I'm hosting a free estate planning seminar on Saturday, October 15th at 10 a.m. right here in Columbia at the Memorial Building. We will talk about wills, trusts, and how to protect your life savings from the high cost of the nursing home. If estate planning is still on your to-do list, don't miss this free event in Columbia. Join me on Saturday, October 15th. Call 931-363-7222 to RSVP or visit estateplanstand.com. And I am Estate Plan Stan. He's bound to die, loaded up and trucking. Are we going to do what they say can't be done? We've got a long way to go and a short time to get there. I'm eastbound to watch a bandit run. All right, we are back. Three dudes with a view. I'm dude number three, Del Kennedy. Dude number two, Clay Harris. How you doing? Doing well, Del. Good morning, everybody. Dude number one, Mr. Jim York. How are you? Good morning, Del. Good morning, everybody. And regular special guest dude on Tuesday, Ron Hart. How are you? Good morning. All right, so this legal constructionist who uh, would sig- signature uh, her uh, uh, filings by sticking her nose down onto the glass of the copy machine and making a selfie and filing her lovely visage on top of each one most judges would have just written dismissed on it and moved on but not Jim T Uh, Jim T announced that he was going to hold a hearing and determine whether or not he should order the Cleveland Browns move to Columbia, Tennessee (laughs) and naturally we all I mean we, we were all you know so we all get up there to the courthouse. I mean, every lawyer in town, you know, just to see what the heck's going to happen here. And she comes in, and and it never did make any sense. I, I don't understand why Columbia, Tennessee, why the Browns, or who she was, or where she came from. But after a while, Jim T. just 
stops it all and goes, okay, I've heard enough, said, we're going to bring the Cleveland Browns to Columbia, Tennessee. He said, bring me an order. So he signs an order ordering the Cleveland Browns to move to Columbia, Tennessee, and I, I assume if the Browns ever got a copy of it, they paid it the attention it deserved. Uh, but that's my story about the Browns in Columbia, Tennessee. That is hilarious. It, it, that's what owns them. It was a hoot. Yeah, he does. He sure does. He sure does now. What's they, that? They, Jimmy, Jimmy uh, the Haslam family out of Knoxville owns the Cleveland Browns. He wanted to buy a team. He got that one. There was always talk that Bud Adams, his family, his estate would do a trade, you know, for the Browns, for the for the Titans, for that Haslam could own his home state team. But that never got done. They, they from what I understand the deal, it just they wanted too much differential. Nashville's growing, Cleveland's not. There's a lot of factors that go into that. Well, yeah, because you got to look at the population of your area too, Ron. Uh, That's what I'm saying. Growing versus not uh, growing too. Yeah, yeah. the franchises are valued differently. Baseball requires a heavy population to support any kind of baseball team. Football. Football once a week. Baseball two or three times a week. You know, way too much. Okay, folks. I've got here an interview by Fox News with Hans von Spakovsky. Spakovsky. All right. Russian? No. Well, I I assume that's probably Russian uh, originally, but he grew up. He's a hometown boy in Huntsville, Alabama. Grew up, born and raised, went to high school there. And um, he uh, went to, he's been on this show before. He... Uh, he is with the Heritage Foundation and uh, went to graduated with Columbia's very own Christy Martin down there at Huntsville High. And he is a lawyer, and his specialty with the Heritage Foundation is election law and election integrity. And we had him on uh, we had him on about a year ago to talk about election law in general and election, you know, around the country. But Fox News interviewed him about the Georgia lawsuit by the Department of Justice against Georgia challenging their uh, election law, the one that um, that Joe Biden declared was Jim Crow, uh, the one, Mr. York, that you just wrung your hands and had fits about. And uh, I said, well, what's the difference between that and the Tennessee law? And, well, none. And, well, then who's not getting to vote in Tennessee? Well, nobody. So uh, that we we ran that into the ground, and um, and so the Department of Justice, uh, it, it's not the lawsuit's not going so well for them. Uh, the judge just denied their motion uh, for a temporary injunction regarding food to the people who are inside the voting perimeter in line to vote, and then. It's also not going well uh, at all because, in the meantime, Georgia had a primary. And contrary to the assertion of the lawsuit that these laws are a blatant attack on the Constitution, uh, the um, what happened at the primary is that... Turnout. Yep. Uh, Georgia's recent primary election drew a record turnout after the law took effect, which specifically contract 
contradicted not only the main argument against the bill, but also against specific complaints about several provisions of the bill, Bonspavosky said. Bonspavosky pointed to one provision of the bill that was questioned by DOJ where the deadline to request an absentee ballot was moved from four days before the election to 11 days. The 11-day mark is less than the 15 mark suggested by the United States Postal Service and still resulted in high early voting numbers higher than in previous elections. Georgia goes from four days to 11 days, and yet what happened on May 24th? You have a huge increase in people voting with absentee ballots. Munspagoski continued, you have these gigantic increase, and you had turnout approaching presidential election year levels, which just never happens. So in essence, the Justice Department has been completely unsuccessful in this lawsuit, and the elections have been held since they filed their lawsuit make their case even more difficult. Let's see. Just because he says it doesn't make 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 it true, Del. Uh, he's 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 right right of center. Federalists have always been right of center, and they will always find ways to uh, justify whatever happens. Now, if there was a heavy turnout in Georgia, that's that's all good and well. But there are still some things that needs to be done in order to have elections as least restrictive as possible so people can vote. Well, that's what he's saying, Mr. York. They held an election, and there's absolutely no evidence whatsoever that anybody was kept from voting, had a hard time voting, was unduly burdened in their exercising their right to vote. just didn't happen. Well, he's probably going to say that because he knows a big election is coming up. So we'll see with this next election. Well, he's also pointing out that the Department of Justice is basically politicized. Yeah, they, they've just tossed in the towel in the case. They know they're. Yeah, this is a one way thing, Mr. York. They, they, they don't care about Republican voters getting out there. It's more about Democrat voters getting out there. This is you know, that's y'all's election. That's y'all's theme. That's your, that's your mantra. That's your that, that's we all bang the drums. Stacey Abrams stuff and say that voter suppression, Jim Crow. Are you kidding me? You lose all credibility when you do that. Why you lose all credibility? That's in your eyes. You know, that's you your Jim Crow in there? Are you kidding me? Don't think that's a little well, bit Well, it depends hyperbolic. on what's happening in Georgia. I don't live in Georgia. I don't know exactly oh, don't what's going Georgia, on. So you don't know. Okay. They, you, you opine on I guess you know everything. So uh, I, you can I, tell me I actually exactly did live in Georgia. Happened. I'm right here near Georgia. I'm dangerously close to Georgia. But it's it's not it's a, it's a state that's it's, you know basically they, their election laws are most open. They're more than Delaware. Your your favorite president, his home state's more restrictive than Georgia. Why don't you work on them a little bit? Well, I don't think Delaware is more restrictive than Georgia. It is. I, it thought, is. I thought Joe Biden and, grew up in here, a Puerto Rican the, community. He is. He and corn pop. I mean, him and corn pop. I thought he was in a Puerto Rican community. I thought that's what he said yesterday. He had to fight his way to the top is some other West Side. I think he saw a West Side Story. That's and he what himself it was. in it. Yeah. 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 And he snaps his fingers a lot when he tells. He goes after the Jets. <laughs> yeah, he's he's delusional. <laughs> how, how is your president doing, Mister York? You think he's all there and everything pretty good with him? I think he's he's as sharp in the mind as you are. <laughs> gotta have a higher bar than that. Well, there we go. Yeah, I know where to turn off stage. 
but he's not quite as jokester as you are. You know, he's more of a serious person trying to get things done for this country. Yeah. yeah he's doing a good job. Y'all be proud of him. Even the, even the Daily Show recently made fun of Kamala. They did this uh, spoof with Veep, V-E-E-P, that show on TV. Mm-hmm. Uh, Louis Dreyfus, uh, in, where they just say obvious things over and over. You know, it's things like the country's populated because there are a lot of people here. It's, it's stupid things. The word salads that Kamala tends to use. And even the left turned on her. So that, it tells you, if you're really paying attention to politics, like many of us have, they want her out. They want Joe out. They want a fresh slate of people running in the future. They realize Kamala nor Joe are the future. Bill Maher. Does the, Bill does Maher the right ta- want a fresh slate? Bill Maher mentioned over the weekend that the Democrats need to drop her off the ticket. Yeah, she's embarrassing. Well, Bill Maher's in the same business almost that you in, Ron, being a comedian, so he's going to say provocative things. He's a lefty. And he's yeah, and he's been attacking, well, not attacking, but he's been trying to get the left to wake up to their senses. I mean, it's yeah, he started as a libertarian, just like we've been trying to get the right to wake up. The right needs to wake up. He, I mean, when when a former president threatens a a minority leader in the in Congress and talk and, and talks about his wife like she's a piece of paper. This is what you just said: a former president. Threaten a minority woman in Congress. When he do it in Congress, he's talking. To, he, he's talking about Mitch McConnell. And I, I swear, I never thought I'd live to see the day where Democrats would defend the Cheneys and now Mitch McConnell. I mean, it's well, it's, 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 it's truly right. unbelievable. It's about right Telling. and wrong, Clayton. It's not about. No, no, it's, it's about establishment. It's about establishment. Hey, being wh- a decent person. Hey, what about Maxine? Hey, hey, did I hear you say anything about Maxine Waters when she's in the streets telling people to harass Trump supporters Maxine or people Waters in that administration? No, uh, it's about it being about- decent. Well, what about Maxine Waters? He didn't t- cause an uprising. Oh, boom. That, 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 that is a lie. Any kind of uprising? How about right What about she what she said? anybody attacking anybody? She told we people to. We know everybody that's a January 6th. You're so hypocritical, Mr. York. You're so hypocritical. You're hypocritical. You are hypocritical. You want it both ways. We know who's at January 6th exhaustively. We don't know who's at Epstein Island. The Democrats were at Epstein Island. That's been kept quiet. We're the victims, right? So why don't we know who's at Epstein Island? How, how did that get buried? Mark Getz? Wasn't Getz there? No. You, see, Getz. as long as it's open. See, for you, Mr. York, it's open season on Republicans. But it, but when it comes to Trump, when it comes to Trump saying anything about a Democrat or even a fellow Republican, it's attack mode for you. It's, it's, such a, it's a double standard that every listener on this radio station hears every day that you're on. It's, it's a double like standard. Get, it's like you in love with Trump. Uh, Clayton, no, every time what? I say something negative about Trump, you go off the handle, man. I've never seen a man. No, uh, I think no, I think I it's it's your hate towards Trump is what everybody sees. It's the fact that you yes, it is. Yes, it is. In the fact that you defend Mitch McConnell, you're, you're defending anybody that's anti-Trump. It's hate. You spew hate towards Trump. It is hate. You you are no worse than Trump. You are no worse than what you say about Trump when you talk about him. 
I don't they, do the they, things they Trump the does. justice system sure about and they raid his house. I mean, it's almost personal. You guys don't Ray, know how that to do that. was a legal Why, why don't you sell your ideas in the marketplace of ideas and get have good ideas that electorate will vote for rather than trying to destroy your enemies through the justice system? All I'm saying, it was the wrong what he did to Mitch McConnell and it's his wrong. wife. Okay, okay it, it's wrong. It's Noted. past the level of decency. Okay. All right, so that's great. So yeah, that, boy, that, Democrats is really good again. on decency. Yeah. Lord. You know, I keep... You think, you think what they're doing to Herschel Walker in Georgia is decent? The what's son, they ring what's, Herschel what's Walker? Herschel Walker's son doing to him? He just wrote a letter saying he should have never run. He's lying. He's he, he proposes to be one thing and he's another. The whole family asked him not to run. Is Herschel Walker that's his son's biological son? Is How about Hunter Biden as a son? Hunter Biden is not doing anything. Oh, so we're supposed to listen to Herschel Walker's son, but we're supposed to ignore Biden's son. We're supposed to see. There we go again. We're supposed to listen to Herschel Walker's son because he's demeaning a Republican. But when Hunter Biden's talking about the big man or the big guy getting his piece of the pie, we're not supposed to talk about that, right? You know, Christian Walker actually is life. You don't pay for an abortion, and they got receipts where he paid for an abortion. They don't have receipts. They have a card written to a woman. And his son knew about it, and the whole family knew Y'all about it. You should love that. You love abortions, Mr. York. It shouldn't come out. Love for, there's two things you should like about that. I didn't it's say an abortion, it and it's free. I, I it's, just said right you, you can't say you pro-life and then pay a young lady to have an abortion. That's that's contradictory. That's hypocrisy. People involved in your decision making, but you know you gotta love it. Abortion, yeah, Miss York. Y'all, y'all got a y'all got a hell of a candidate down there in Georgia, though. Herschel Walker is Herschel Walker on third and two. He gonna get you six, baby. It, yeah, but you don't understand. It, it, Miss York is Herschel it. Walker and Oreo. You see your shirts and skins anyway, Mister York. It doesn't matter. You like AOC. You like Pelosi. You like some of your weirdo uh, uh, the uh, Democrats. No, they're just reliable votes. Who cares? Herschel you know? Walker. That should, he shouldn't. His be son is interesting. Though. He, his son is a, is gay, very very gay. He's very conservative, so, actually. So what's you, you wrong with about him? boy being gay? What's wrong with that? That's what That's I'm saying. I, I'm trying to limit that. You said he it was on Twitter that he did it. He's got he owes animosity toward his dad, of course. But you know, then you know, it is what it is. Look, it's out there. Everybody knows about. it. We'll see how they vote. When the sun says, I bet he wins. You get money on you. I bet your grandma. I, I bet your grandma sweatshirt. He wins. And, and also uh, stay You got to put more than that. Ground, I'm tired of looking at that same sweatshirt. I'm going to get you something new. There got to be something to come out with since you got that sweatshirt. Man, Mr. <laughs> Walker is one of the worst candidates I've ever seen a Republican support. Is he an Oreo, Mr. York? I don't know if he's an Oreo. I bet if he's a Democrat, you'd be different. He, he He's not the best person to represent any Warnock had, had 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 summer camps where there was pedophilia and a bunch of scandal in some of his summer camps. So he's no he's no uh, day in the park that's himself. Cool, Ron. That's cool. That's cool. Look at Here we go, y'all. You're reading too much. you reading too much from the Daily Caller. <laughs> it might be your own column, you know. <laughs> All right, let's take a break. Come back. There's more truth and humor than fact. This is Barry Duke, and you're listening to 101.7 WKOM Columbia.
so you had an accident. Now what? Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Rams Body Shop. You can count on us to repair all makes and models. Our certified techs will take care of everything from frame damage inspection to bump out or replacement with OEM parts. We've got the expertise to make your vehicle better than new and get you back on the road in no time. Plus, our collision work is guaranteed for the life of your car. Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Rams Body Shop to the rescue. At Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, you can count on us. Tillis Jewelry at State Event is this week. Hello, this is Rick Tillis. The store is buzzing with lots of excitement as we prepare for our one-time-a-year estate event. Wow, you are right, Rick. Hello, everyone. This is Terry Tillis. The best part of this event at Tillis Jewelry is there are so many different styles, something to please everyone and every price point. I recommend coming early. Doors open at 10 a.m. Friday and Saturday, October 7th and 8th, with extended hours both days. Make sure to check out our Facebook and Instagram for more information. For 40 years, Beck Dental Care has been the personalized and comfortable option for the health of your smile. The caring staff maintains a high level of safety protocols and attention to detail. Advanced technology provides your choice of sedation and the best of dental implant solutions to restore complete oral health. Open until 6 p.m. two nights a week. Call us at 931-388-8452 or visit us online at beckdentalcare.com. And they never heard from him again. Oh, that's scary. But listen to this one. It was a dark and dreary night. The man pulled into the convenience store parking lot. The lights flickered as he crept toward the counter and saw the new Halloween jumbo box. But he left without buying one, missing his chance at $75,000. That's terrifying. I know, right? Scare up some fun this season with a new Halloween jumbo box. Only from the Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing fun. Please play responsibly. One lucky Powerball player will ring in the new year with a million-dollar win. Powerball's New Year's Rockin' Eve VIP experience is back with a chance for you and a guest to score the trip of a lifetime to New York City for New Year's Eve. Win exclusive access to epic events and a chance to be the first Powerball millionaire of 2023. Announced live on Dick Clark's New Year's Rockin' Eve. Enter your Powerball tickets at tnviprewards.com by October 30th. The Tennessee Lottery. Please play responsibly. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole barn. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. Get ready for cold weather with Hiller's Happy HVAC Comfort Bundle. Keep your family warm inside and out. Bundle an HVAC replacement system with a germicidal UV light and an extended 10-year warranty, and we'll include a free solo stove. Or get a free solo stove when you buy a whole home generator or water filtration and descaler. Plus, we're offering special zero-interest financing for up to 12 months. Book online at happyhiller.com today. Call the Happy Face Truck today. Are we gonna do what they say can't be done? We've got a long way to go and a short time to get there. I'm eastbound to watch a bandit run. Okay. 
Welcome back. Three dudes with a view. I'm dude number three, Delta Kennedy. Dude number two, Clayton Harris. How you doing? I'm doing well, Delta. Good morning, everybody. Dude number one, Mr. Jim York. How are you? Good morning, Dale. Good morning, everybody. And regular special guest dude on Tuesday, Ron Hart. How are you? Good morning. Good morning. Ron, what'd you write about this week? Biden's approval numbers are sliding. Sliding Biden. Yeah, the more he talks, the worse it is. I mean, it just it just seems like he just can't get out of his own way. And he had a little bump there when he when he you know emptied our strategic oil reserve so we could lower gas prices before the November election. And people kind of realized, hey, dude, you just you know sold all our oil right before potential wars with Taiwan and China and maybe even Russia. You know, who would do that for political purposes? And it did you know run you know fuel prices down sixty seventy uh, cents a gallon, but. That's just kind of a temporary political move, purely political. I mean, you just don't do that when you got war brewing in Ukraine, you got war brewing in Taiwan, you got Russian ships and Chinese ships circling Alaska. Not the best time to drain your oil, just for political advantage. Does anybody honestly believe that? You don't think gas prices should have gone down because to help the American people, Ron, that everybody commutes in Murray County? It's not you, sustainable, Mister. You know, you would help your cow if you if you let them eat the seed corn, right? But just think about the future. It's just it's immediate gratification. I don't think it's, it's well. Like we got plenty. Made... We we got plenty of oil in this country, so no, they can we don't. Put the reserves we back. Did, the price would be lower. Why y'all? y'all why do you restrict it's, drilling? It's the oil companies that don't want to produce as much as they can, right? That's not true. That's not true. You know, you know, got the average tax. On a gallon of gas is thirty-two cents by state, federal, and local authorities. You know, guess how much the oil companies make on the oil per gallon? Thirty-two cents versus six cents, five cents sometimes. So, so they so need who's to greedy, Mr. Lot- York? The people that bring it out of the ground and bring it to you at your well, local gas station. Well, it's the middleman. It's all politicians you, who take thirty-two cents middle, out of the gallon. It's all you middle middlemen that get all all no, the that's gravy. Everything. You know, that's the profit on a gallon of gas by oil companies. It's okay? just like greedy the oil companies you talk about. It's so just politicians like the, aren't greedy at thirty-two cents a gallon. It's just like the farmers; they're out there working their hands to the bone, and they don't get as the much for their produce as they should. The middle, big companies and producers and all that—they get all the money. I, don't so I, don't I wish fact, I, I wish that you with facts, Mister York. But five to seven cents profit by big oil companies and thirty-two cents a gallon taxes by government. Who has well, value? That keeps you with good streets and good roads and stuff like yeah, that, Ron. It's great. Yeah. I wish that... You're able to fly across the country and stay in a nice hotel. I mean, that, that, I'm able all to that, do that tax because of helps government? you, you know? I'm able to do that because of government or for, yeah, for the private sector who does the airlines and, and opens the hotels? Well, they get subsidies, the airlines and who the hotels. They sub- get subsidies. Airlines get and plenty it's the worst, subsidies. And it's probably, the, it's probably the worst run major business in the country is the airlines. Because they well, are they expanding like the there's airport. A lot of intervention. The second worst is healthcare because there's a lot of intervention there. It's just Third like they, they expanded BNA, the airport up in Nashville, so they use some government money to do that. Well, well government money goes to all airports for sure. I know. That's what I'm saying. It helps transportation, you know? But um, I, I wish I could find a Democrat who would look me in the eye and tell me with a straight face that gas won't go up after the election. I'm going to look you in the eye. It depends on the market. <laughs> well, if the strategic well, oil depends you, on the market, if the strategic oil, supposed to be the expert on markets. Isn't that it's right? Real Ron? simple. If the strategic oil reserve is cut off, what will that do? Yeah, it's really simple. Supply and demand by restricting drilling, 
you, the supply side went down, demand stayed the same, prices went up, not real hard. What about the 9,000 permits that's out there that all companies have to drill? Why why aren't they using them? Is it too expensive? Uh, what's, crappy what's places, the probably. There's not as many of these. You it's, on public, it's on public okay. land. Uh, I've, I've got the answer to that. You're, you're confusing permits with leases. Right. They, they get a lease first, and then they have to get a permit. Well, the Biden administration's sitting up there pointing their 9,000 leases where they're not drilling. What they're not telling you is they won't issue a permit to drill. Yeah, you can't have it both ways, Mr. Jordan. Either all are terrible, greedy people who want to exploit every angle to make money, or (laughs) the government's making it real restrictive on them to do it, right? So you you can't be greedy. And want to export everything, and make every penny your five, eight cents a gallon, six cents a gallon you make. They're yeah. greedy, right? Right. So I, why don't they export every nine thousand permit if they could? I found an article well, that answered that democratic lie one day. They, they, if you got the guy, if you got a license, fine. But if you don't, if you if you got a lease, great. But the federal government won't get you a permit. It's worthless. But the oil companies are making billions of dollars per quarter, so they're not making any money, right, Ron? They're in your pension plan, AT and T, Mister York. You're benefiting from it. Maybe, maybe not. <laughs> your, your pension plan, AT and T, has plenty of oil stocks. They're eight to twelve percent of the S and P five hundred. I guarantee you, you got plenty of oil stocks. You need to demand they get out of that business, Mister York, and underperform well, the market on, for social you know, justice. People, people are going to complain about change. Everybody's bad on you know against oil because it's causing deterioration of the planet but the evs the electric vehicles are coming aboard and they're fighting just like they did when airplanes with all the wright brothers was trying to develop the air airplane industry fighting that everybody wants to go against the evs that's something that's going to help the world not just this country oh yeah i can't wait Remember when Obama told us the Chevy Volt was the car of the future? (laughs) It's like your cell phone, Mr. Shore. You got a a 10-year-old cell phone? Try to charge it. No, I don't have a 10-year-old cell phone. I try to update every two or three years because something new comes out. You don't have your old cell phones you got laying around the house? Try to to get it to hold a charge. Oh, I don't need the old ones. That's what's going to happen with these cars. I don't need the old ones. I just need a new phone that's going to operate. You buy a new car every year. It's a new electric car every year. And they don't have a way to recycle them. That, that might be what do you do with the down old the road. It's new technology. What do you do with the old batteries? They'll find a way to re, 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 recondition <laughs> them. What do they do with, with the old batteries? What do they the do ground? with old batteries now? Amazon won't even ship them. Uh, what do you think they're going to do with all these old batteries? When you go to the store and buy a battery for your car, don't they take the old battery? And they get rid that, of that is not yes. a lithium yeah, ion the, battery. These are lithium. Ba- these are considered hazardous waste. Once they, they're that, done, that's a completely different animal. Well, they may be able to refurbish them some kind of way. Well, last yeah, I heard, so they can't. On that, I All think right. technology will do that. But but here's another topic. What about this thing that we dealt? You real high on school board changing over and people being. As Republicans get elected to school boards, I, no, I, I and, never. And, I've, and, if I and, if and I sounded like got, I was saying that, I didn't mean to say that. And now we got a commission in the state of Tennessee that takes all power away from school boards. How do you feel about that? I don't believe it's true. Check it out. Takes all the power away from school yeah. boards. If, if oh, a school would be board a... says that they don't want to charter school, you got a commission up there that overrides them. Even a Republican this last week voted not to have a charter school. Well, that's not all power, Mr. York. 
That, that's all power if your school board gets overrode. It sounds like competition. On, on one issue. And Brown versus the Board of Education got overruled. You liked that one, didn't you? No, I didn't like it. Well, it, it, it integrated schools. Separate. Right? It it wasn't the best for many African Americans because look at the schools today. Look at what's going on today. You know, Tennessee then. State. Tennessee State is owed five hundred some million dollars because the state of Tennessee won't pay an equal share of money to Tennessee State. Equal share of money, but how do they do that? It's, that's not true. There's either per capita per head. There's something. They're, they're not. They have. They have always funded. Oh, they don't have as much as UT. Well, UT is five times their size. So they've always funded TSU less than what they were supposed to. And the reason why I say it wasn't good sometimes because none of the none of the, the the issues that affect black kids are being taken care of in many. So you're schools. saying Brown versus the Board of Education, a court case, which court ruled that state laws establishing racial segregation in public schools was unconstitutional. You're saying that's wrong. I'm saying I'm saying it didn't do the population any good because. Yeah, it says no racial segregation, but it's still segregation. It, look at the schools now, and look what's you, happened you're over saying, the years. Yeah, you're you know, I'm, to I'm, we're going to change subject here, but I am sick and tired of this because I've been through this all my life, a great national struggle to desegregate schools, to make it where black children and white children are equally treated it has gone on for the last 50 years. My family worked to make it happen. I worked to make it happen. It has been a long national struggle. And, Mr. York, there is nothing, nothing similar between the public school of 1968 and the public school of 2022, particularly as regard to race. It is night and day, and I am sick and tired of it's not enough. It didn't work. You didn't do it right. You want it all back? Let's just let's go. Let's take it all back. Let's, let's just let's just yeah. Let's repeal. Let's repeal it all and segregate the schools and move on back because, according to you, there's been no progress whatsoever in the last fifty years. And I'm sick and tired of it. You're more Plessy so, versus Ferguson. So why you think all schools country, should be separated by race? Why has the country gone back to certain communities having all Caucasian? Students. Why do right. certain yeah. communities have all black students? Yeah. I don't know. Colleges are, are are actually now putting people. They're are segregating there, themselves. Why are there historically black universities that aim to stay that way? All right, I'm going to move off to one thing before we go. Uh, I heard from my friend in the swamp. Now this guy is the real deal. He's a K Street lobbyist. I mean, wears alligator shoes the, the whole nine yards. You know, I mean, he's got a tail that slides behind him when he walks <laughs> but uh, is he an alligator <laughs> but here's his take on the upcoming elections now what what the swamp thinks that an upcoming election is going to do is really i mean they can't see they might as well be in a submarine with no communication but they live in this echo chamber but here's what my friends say wanted to flag that predict the online betting website 
now shows the odds of the R's controlling both the House and the Senate is up to 48. I assume that's 48 percent. This is higher than the 39 percent it has for a Democratic Senate and a Republican House. So they're giving better odds on Republicans controlling both chambers than they are on Democrats controlling the Senate and Republicans the House. And 20% it has for a Democratic House and Democratic Senate. If if you look at the 30-day range tab, he says, you can see the shift over the last two weeks. So R's are now ahead of the D's on the generic ballot question, 46 to 45 in the Real Clear Politics average, while Biden's approval rating is at 42%. In other words, swamp Republicans are feeling pretty good. It doesn't have anything to do with Biden's approval rating. It's about the individuals that you run. And if you look to the right, they've run a whole bunch of extremist folk. And if you look to the left, they're they're running people that make sense and that are moderate and that understand what the people need. It makes yeah. sense in the cuckoo's nest. They're not trying to burn down the house. <laughs> yes, they are. They're trying to establish a uh, an so, autocratic. So all, those, all those predictions made by who knows who. They're trying, to, trying to establish a socialist dictatorship. That's their oh, goal. Oh, socialist dictatorship. Heidi Campbell on tomorrow, folks. Heidi Campbell on tomorrow. Democrat for Congress. You should hear a nice, moderate person tomorrow. What are those Someone polls, who's by intelligent. the way? Do have any polls on that race? She's saying she's up three. 40, was it 40, 48, 45? All right, we're out of here, folks. We'll talk to Heidi tomorrow. The slitherer runs against her, right? Correct. Have a great day, folks. We are Ron didn't even bring up a mountain. This time. Fading in the grass.